Hi, I'm Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse and the host of this podcast. Talk Tantra to Me introduces a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. My intention in this podcast is to integrate intimacy and spirituality, empowering you to reclaim your eroticism. It is my mission to inspire you to let go of shame, fear, and limiting beliefs to be present as your highest self in every moment. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk Tantra. episode 56 of Talk Tantra to Me. It is such an honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle. And right on time with the new year, today I'm going to be guiding you through a visualization and energetic uh, embodiment exercise to um, meet and to accept and to reel in the inner critic, one that might be just taking up a little bit more power than it needs to. And I do want to emphasize the fact that the inner critic is there to help us. I think that we often get into this hypercritical state, um, you know, whether it's around our physical appearance, around our goals, or around how we're showing up in our relationships, you know, infinite ways for our inner critic to make itself seen and heard. But uh, it is really there to help us see what we're missing. It's a fear response that's coming through to guide us, to help us. the inner critic is saying, hey, I remember witnessing whether personally or in my you know, relationships around me when you did or I saw someone do what you're thinking of doing now or what you're doing now and it didn't turn out so great. Maybe you were hurt. Maybe someone around you you witnessed were hurt. Maybe you were told that that's just not the way to do or to be or whatever it is. And the inner critic is trying to let you know that that there is um, a risk being taken, that there's a possibility of failure or of um, danger in, in some way or another. And all it takes is really reframing how we think of you know, failure and danger and, um, you know, limiting perspectives, you know, the first thing to really consider is that the patterns that helped you, uh, survive are not the same ones that help you thrive and in the patterns that helped our, um, our elders survive and even sometimes thrive aren't necessarily going to help you, you know, thrive, uh, even, and, and, and also recognizing that we all have different dreams for our life, different expectations, different intentions. And that means that we all have our own path. We have our own, you know, route to get to that space of thriving. Uh, but specifically, um, really touching in on this idea that the patterns that helped you survive are not the same that are going to help you thrive. So often what happens when an inner, inner critic comes out is you are being reminded almost always it's your unconscious that is feeling into a past experience, likely one that was traumatic in some way or another uh, that is saying, oop, don't want to go there again. Don't want to feel the bad feelings that I felt when I exposed myself or acted in that way in the past. 
Um, you know, an example would be for myself as a kid, you know, being told you're too much or, you know, doing this or that is weird and you're weird and all these things or, you know, seeing things or hearing things that other people can't means you're crazy. So as soon as, you know, I start to, as an adult, tap into my intuition, my inner critic comes in and says, oh no, that's not true. Oh no, you're imagining things. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Uh, And it's a way to protect me from from feeling the rejection that I felt in the past. And again, so many ways that this can manifest. Um, You know, a really good one is around failure. and, And I would love to do a whole other podcast around celebrating failure because to me, failure can be an opportunity to trust that the universe is putting on a new path. It can be an opportunity to recognize that, you know, you're you're going through the bad iterations or the non-successful iterations to get to the successful one. Uh, and, and that's a part of the process. I think that we all need to be a bit more comfortable with the idea of failure because it's a part of the journey. And again, it's it's leading us on on our on our journey to get to what is really aligned with us, whether it is a different iteration of what we're currently working on or whether it's a completely different journey. Uh, So, you know, that being said, I think that the inner critic comes out a lot for me when I think about uh, my business and my purpose, Um, you know, whether I'm worthy of, of guiding other people, of helping other people, like who am I to um, to, to be a sacred intimacy mentor, whatever that means. Um, (laughs) uh, I obviously know what that means. I hope you guys do, especially if you're regular listeners of this podcast. But when, uh, that's what my inner critic says to me, like, what does it even mean? Who knows what that is? And of course my highest self like has this very clear idea of, you know, this incredibly powerful goddess energy that, you know, guides people in fully accepting and loving themselves and really getting, uh, getting back in touch with the most powerful energy in their bodies. But my inner critic, you know, is spewing the narrative of, of society, of, um, religion, um, in which we are taught most often to fear our sexuality, our life force energy, or to objectify it, to use it, to manipulate it in ways that are kind of sketchy. Um, so yeah, my inner critic likes to likes to tap into those narratives. Um, and as we're going into this new year, I know for myself, I have a lot of big dreams. I have a lot of uh, deep desires to show up in new ways to reach more people. And my inner critic is just coming through hot, trying to scare me away from it. And that's great because I'm aware that she, my inner critic is a woman, she is scared. She's a scared, you know, younger version of myself. Sometimes she has archetypes of um, a parent um, or an elder. Um, and that's going to be something that we're going to tap in today, tapping into what is the archetype of your inner critic? Uh, how are they coming through? Um, and where is that voice coming from? Where is that criticism coming from? Because they're high. It's definitely not, you know, the highest 
uh, most abundant, expansive version of ourself. But again, when we learn to embrace the inner critic to say, hey, I hear what you're saying. I recognize that you are... Um, you're you're helping me become aware of my concerns and fears and I thank you for that. I thank you for bringing this to my attention and I assure you that I will consider it in my decision making process in my journey. So and and you know the next step of that really is to genuinely consider this criticism to see ooh I can see where this is coming from. I can see that that um that criticism around writing a book, how am I qualified to write a book? What have I done or seen or whatever is, is coming from a place of wanting to do it right. Okay. So I'm, I'm aware of that, but then I could come back in as my higher self and say, Hey, remember, you know, all of those initiations, all of those traumatic experiences that you went through and were able to rise above that makes you qualified. Remember all of the people that you've worked with that have helped that you've helped, you know, reclaim their eroticism. Remember that. Um, that makes you qualified. Remember all of the, you know, investments that you've made both, you know, in time and in money and in energetically that have given you a breadth of deep knowledge in the space of, um, high vibe relating and, and, uh, intimacy that makes you qualified, right? So it's allowing your highest self to come and show up for that inner critic and say, Hey, look, I hear you see where you're coming from. Thank you. Thank you for, for, uh, for being here today and for allowing me to um, remind myself of my worth and my power. But I've got this. I've got this. I'm going to take that into consideration and I've got this. And that's essentially what we're going to be doing in this meditation. So I'm really excited to share this with you because again, I think that a lot of us have such big dreams for 2022 uh, and we all deserve to have those come through. And again, while I think that our inner critic serves a very important part in our um, in our inner relating we don't want it to have too much power. We want it to uh, be an employee of our purpose rather than the, you know, guiding light here because it's not it's not such a bright light, is it? Uh, so without further ado, we'll go ahead and slip into this space. So I'm going to I'm going to encourage you to find yourself in a comfortable position. And for this for this meditation and embodiment exercise, I do encourage you, if you feel comfortable, if you're in a place that feels pretty private, um, like a bedroom or you know a secluded space outdoors or just in your own environment, uh, we will be moving around a little bit if that's the case. If you feel like you're not able to you know move around a ton and you'd like to just kind of sit still or lay down, uh, maybe you're you know, on a train or, or you're in a space where you're not completely by yourself, but you're able to tune out in some headphones, that's fine too for this meditation. Um, but if you're able to, there is a, a part of this exercise where I will encourage you to move around if it is available for you. Uh, so that being said, if that's an option, what I would encourage you to do as you settle into the position of choice would be uh, sitting up. So you can either sit in lotus position with your legs crossed or maybe in hero's pose on your knees. And you can do this on the floor, on a bed, on a couch, whatever feels good for you. But essentially you also wanna have a space in front of you. Um, and you're gonna you know, maybe sit on a cushion yourself and then maybe put a cushion down in front of you as if someone was sitting right across from you, okay? 
as you find yourself, you know, sitting up in a comfortable position with this cushion uh, space in front of you, if, if that's how you're choosing to show up in this practice, you're gonna go ahead and check in with your spine, just straightening out, rolling back your shoulders to open your heart space. Feeling this cushion and the earth beneath you. Taking a moment to ground in, to connect to this earth energy. Feeling grateful to be supported here. And allowing your breath to come easily and naturally. Becoming aware of the pace of your breath, drinking in each inhale and exhaling slowly as your inhales become longer, guiding that breath into your lower belly first, filling up that lower belly before directing the air into your core and your heart space. Nice controlled exhales here. Inhaling again deeply into your lower belly and then into your chest. And on your next exhale, make a sound or a sigh. <sighs> a couple more times, just like that. Nice deep inhale into your lower belly and then into your chest. And then a nice audible exhale, letting it all go. Once more at your own pace. And on your next inhale, I'm going to have you breathe in the energy of peace. Feeling calm energy funneling in at the crown of your head to fill every inch of your body. Encouraging this peace and calm to flood in. Pouring through your crown. Gushing down your body all the way to your toes. Relaxing the arches of your feet and your ankles. Letting go of any tension in your calves, your shins. Breathing peace up into your knees. Relaxing your quads and your thighs. Peaceful energy pooling into your pelvic floor. Feeling calm energy swirling at the base of your spine, moving up vertebrae by vertebrae. Sending relaxation into, into your internal organs, your stomach, liver, and intestines. Each inhale, breathing in that peace and calm. Each exhale, letting go of any tension or stress in the body or in the mind. Finding a nice calm center in your heart space 
relaxing your shoulders and encouraging that peaceful energy to trickle down your arms, curving at your elbows, relaxing your wrists, peace in the palms of your hands and at the tips of each finger. go of any tension in your neck, relaxing your jaw and your cheeks, and bringing peace into your third eye center. Feeling this calm energy filling your entire body all the way to your crown of your head where it begins to overflow into the space around you, into your auric body. I'm taking a moment now to call in your highest self, to imagine yourself embodying this most divine energy. Maybe to help yourself get into this embodiment, just considering the moments in which you feel the most in love, the most present with life, allowing that essence to flow into you in this moment. Maybe considering your purpose, what motivates you. Maybe even considering what your highest self wishes to birth into this world. higher self vibration I want you to invite the energy of your inner critic to sit across from you keeping your eyes closed gently just allowing this energy of the inner critic to take shape subjectively observing any visualizations thoughts sensations that come up, imagining the energy, the archetype of your inner critic taking shape in front of you. Maybe all you see first is black or wispy smoke. Taking note of that, maybe it feels more visceral in your body. Just getting a sense of this is what my inner critic feels like, but observing unattached as your highest self. And maybe allowing that inner critic to take up some features. of your past. 
Maybe they're a complete stranger. It's allowing this archetype to take shape. And seeing their fears show up in their body. Maybe they're squirmy. Maybe they seem a little violent or angsty. So witnessing how the inner critic shows up for you. How does the inner critic want to express itself? Objectively observing in this time, any thoughts, feelings, sensations, visualizations that come through. Taking note, allowing your highest self to hold space for whatever comes through. giving your inner critic your full attention, almost as if you would give a child your full attention. And now I'd love for you to allow yourself to step into the physical space and the energetic space of your inner critic. Go ahead and physically move your body into that cushion or that space across from you to physically embody this energy that you just witnessed. What does it feel like in your body to be the inner critic? How was your body desiring to move or not move? Are you feeling any tension in any spaces? Are you desiring to make any sounds? Is there any emotion moving through? Just inviting this inner critic to show itself, to really be there, to give it space, to reveal the fear beneath the nagging, beneath the criticism. And then let it all out. What does your inner critic want to say? Share all of those concerns, all of those fears, all of those judgments. It's a safe space. and take a nice big inhale and then exhale audibly maybe making sound sigh relief angst anger anything that needs to come out with that exhale just let it go maybe allowing yourself a few deep inhales and audible exhales to allow that energy within you to move a bit What does it feel like to allow your inner critic to just run wild? Objectively observing that now in this moment too. As you begin to come back into your highest self energy, you can go ahead and switch physically your body back into your original position. 
Coming back into the energetic container of your highest self. From the viewpoint of your highest self, taking this moment to witness your inner critic, observing if there have been any changes physically, energetically in this archetype across from you. Connecting into your heart space, feeling that vibration of your highest self, really warming the energy here, and taking a moment to embody the energy of gratitude. And then sharing your compliments with your inner critic, saying thank you. I appreciate you for bringing this to my attention. And then assure your inner critic that you will consider all of these fears and how you move forward. It can be very powerful to say this aloud as well to your inner critic, to say, thank you. I hear you. I see you. appreciate you. As your highest self in this moment, really acknowledging that your inner critic wants the best for you. It wants you to be safe above all things. As so many of those around us and their criticisms desire the same for us. But acknowledging that your inner critic doesn't have the evidence of the direction you're heading in, of the success you desire, of the abundance you're headed towards. They only have the evidence of the failure, of the pain, of the trauma. And that's okay. You know in your body, in your heart, in your intuition that there is a thriving, beautiful future for you. And you acknowledge that the patterns that have helped you survive, the patterns that have helped keep you safe and alive to some degree are not the same that will help you thrive. Consciously choosing in this moment to let go of the survival patterns to move into containers in which you can thrive. Genuinely considering the criticism offered, but only giving it the weight it truly deserves. Maybe even saying aloud to your inner critic, the patterns that helped you survive are not the same ones that helped me thrive. your mantra when your inner critic comes out. Allowing any evidence to come forth of the possibility of you thriving. Allowing any evidence to come forth 
of your strength and ability to navigate inevitable hardship in the process of evolving from patterns of survival into states of thriving. What tools do you have now that maybe you were lacking when that inner critic first came out? What have you learned since then? How have you shown your ability to ascend, to navigate challenges? How have your investments in yourself, monetarily, with your time, with your energy, how have those paid off to allow you to grow into someone that can be more resilient, that can handle anything that comes your way, that can see that all that comes our way is figure outable. vision with your inner critic, taking a moment again to objectively observe any shifts that you see in this archetype, in this energy. Taking the time that you need to allow your highest self and your inner critic to come to some sort of a peaceful coexistence and maybe allowing them to embrace and with that embrace seeing your inner critic and your highest self integrate to become one acknowledging that these are both important parts of who you are both parts here to serve you, to serve your human experience. Remembering at this time that you can come back to this visualization, to this embodiment, this process of making friends with your inner critic. Setting the intention now to be mindful when you feel this part of your psyche beginning to hijack your thoughts and your actions remembering when this happens to embrace it to direct your attention to that inner critic and then ask them to tell you all their concerns and fears holding space for that and then coming into gratitude thanking them for their attention assuring them that you'll consider all of their concerns in your next steps, but only giving this criticism the weight that it really deserves. Coming back to the mantra, the patterns that helped me survive are not the same ones that will help me thrive. When you're ready, gently coming back into the present moment, into your fully integrated human self, Checking with your body to see if there are any movements 
or adjustments that you need to come back in. Maybe it's wiggling your fingers and toes. Maybe it's a nice full body stretch or some rolls on your neck or shoulders. And then slowly coming back into the present moment. At this time, I would love to share with you a new offering that I have that is perfect for those of us that feel this sense of the inner critic come out, especially those that feel that they've kind of done all of the things that uh, society and that even their inner critic has said to do. They followed the path to success. They followed the American dream, but maybe you're feeling a little less than dreamy. Maybe you're feeling a little uninspired. Maybe you're feeling burnt out. Maybe you're frustrated because you did all the things and you have all the things that should make you happy, but you're just not quite feeling it. You're not feeling the juice and you kind of have a sense that there's got to be something more. And for this, I am currently launching a four-month tantric journey for the art of living, and it is called Turned On by Life. In this course, we use the Kundalini Chakra system as a roadmap to create a tantric lifestyle, exploring spiritual intimacy, embodiment, mindset, and artistic expression in the process. This course is all about harnessing your inner power for a pleasure-filled life that feels so juicy that you're left overflowing with purposeful desire. I'm really excited about this. This is the first time that I'm offering something of this sort. If you'd like to check it out, head to www.talktantratome.com slash turned on. I would love to see you in this group container. I'm really excited about it. It is at an incredible uh, investment energetic, uh, energetic exchange price point. And I'm really looking forward to sharing this with the first group of people that, um, you know, are, are meant for this sort of connection to me. So uh, I also do offer, you know, some other things if you're looking for some more one-on-one support. Also, just head to my website, talktauntertome.com, uh, and then click the work with me tab and you'll see all the other things that I have available for you. That being said, thank you so much for tuning in and for opening yourself up to the idea of sacred intimacy. If this podcast resonates with you, I'd love to hear it in the reviews. It means the world to me to hear your perspective and your reviews also help this podcast become a bit more relevant in search results, which means that more people are able to benefit from the wisdom of spiritual intimacy. And if you'd like to take an even more proactive role in awakening the collective to sacred sexuality, I'd love it if you screenshotted this episode and shared it on your social media. And if you do so, please tag me so that I can thank you personally. With so much gratitude and love, have a sexy and spiritual day, and I'll catch you next week on Talk Taunter to Me.